this ain't no cast pod. Sammy K. I like to say something else, but it's getting offensive. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, welcome. my God. Welcome. How much did you LOL yesterday at our show? Uh, Honestly, how much? Sammy. Oh, I LOL'd at a lot of stuff yesterday. <laughs> I LOL'd at a lot of stuff at yesterday. At my Facebook post, at our social media. I'm always happy, by the way. I feel like we've always done a great show when you actually tweet about it and you, you say, look, if you're not listening to our podcast, you're really missing out. That makes me very happy because then that makes me realize that you're like really proud of the product. Oh, really? No, that's oh, because yeah. I just happened to have a free time yesterday. I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, oh, yeah, let me tweet real fast. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you. One I, or the other. I did that over watching an episode of that documentary, Rocco's Modern Life. Have you been watching it, Sarah? Stop. I'm not even, oh, my God. That is so not funny that I fell for that. I actually looked it up. Wait, have you watched it, though? No, I haven't watched it yet. Look, I hate cartoons. They live in O-Town, Sarah. <laughs> okay. As if the documentary wasn't enough reason, they live in O-Town. Don't you sit there and say to yourself, my God, I'm 30 years old watching this cartoon. What am I doing with myself? No, I sit there and I go, why the hell didn't I, why didn't I understand this when I was a kid? This is, this is hysterical. Really? A lot of those, because back then, Sarah, if it was a cartoon, they're like, this is for children. (laughs) Immediately, right? Yeah, and then parents just didn't watch. And parents just didn't watch, right? Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy, those are prime examples of stuff being snuck right under our parents' noses. And then as you watch them as an adult, you go, holy, actually, let me play this first. <laughs> this is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised in divorce by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Shit. You go, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. That's what you do, Sarah. Oh. Like it's amazing. I like watching shows like that. They're funny, man. And like, I'm not gonna watch some new show. What do you want me to watch? Like, you know, The Avengers. Is that even a TV show? Is Heroes still on? No, Heroes isn't on. Now I feel like it's been replaced by Daredevil. And okay, uh, Daredevil. See, I don't watch TV, and I don't find any of the new stuff interesting. If anything, yesterday when I went to this Vietnamese restaurant, I was mind was blown because I didn't realize that Law and Order SVU was still on TV. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the longest-running sh- shows that actually produces new shows. And I sat history, there. It's like 27 years old or something. It's on its 27th season or something. And I looked at my buddy, and I was like, oh, my God, they're playing reruns? He goes, dude, look at the logo on the bottom. That's an NBC logo. That's not a rerun on TBS or TNT. No, it's like and new. And I was like, wait, what? And I asked him, I was like, is this like live? Is this new? They go, oh, yeah, new episodes. And I was like, no, shit. <laughs> It is real. Yeah, no. So I'll stick to Ren and Stimpy. I recently binge watched like uh, all of the Wonder Years. That was fun. God, I haven't seen that in forever. Are you, you know. watching Narcos? That's my new one. I love Narcos. Here's the thing: I don't Did like watching new shows because I don't have the patience, nor do I have the the memory capabilities to actually remember a show from season to season. Okay. So like, I have to watch it all in sequence. And so if there's still a season that's not released yet, I'm just gonna say screw it, and I'll wait till it's done. I'll wait till it's released on Netflix or something like that, and I'll watch it then. Okay. There you go. Like, I don't watch that much TV to begin with, you know? I usually just sit at home listen to Jessica Simpson music. (laughs) You do not. I do. Oh, my God. You listen listen to Jessica Simpson? You actually love music, and you're a musician. Dude, Jessica Simpson, though? Hold on. What's that song? You know what song I'm talking about. Um, The only one I remember is that one that she was like, with you, with you, with you. What's the... um, Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm forgetting it now. Public Affair. Oh, my God. Public Affair? That's like my morning wake-up song. You know what I'm talking about? I do know that song, yeah. The That's song like the is last fantastic. hit she had before The she... last hit, Sarah. No, she's had thousands of hits. Okay, if anything, this just helped her. This is like her... This is her RuPaul Vogue, you know? <laughs> this is what really, you know, threw no her in the spotlight. No one has listened to this in forever. And it's got Andy Dick in the music video, Sarah. People forget about that. Oh, you know? my God. I 
yep. want to see that. Yeah, dude, and she's roller skating. Look, at it's a fantastic video. It just makes you feel good. So, yeah, I wake up and I listen to Jessica Simpson. Not ashamed. I'm posting real today. Hashtag post real. <laughs> it's the new trend. It's the new if trend. If you saw my Facebook status yesterday, honest oh, to God. Yep, but hashtag post real. I'm going to make it a thing. You just wait. It is It is becoming a post. It's yeah. post real, and that was a moment yesterday. If you're not following me on, actually, it's my private Facebook page, so. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, it's, it's hard to find. But anyway, um, a recap yesterday. A lot of people were tweeting us, and they tweeted at you of things that they've never done. Sammy yesterday had said that he wants to learn how to write cursive because growing up, you never learned it. And like I said, memory capability is not so strong. Even when I was younger, I put it in, and I lost it immediately. So other people started tweeting at you. Um, at Lauren WS wrote, a 27-year-old teacher, and I have to hold up my hands to tell which one's left. And write every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, you pull up the L. That we're like, all right, which one's the backward L? Okay, that's not the left hand. Okay, good. This is it. That's the one. So she says she's never learned right from left. Um, and then also Kaylee Beauty on Twitter. Thank you for following us and tweeting at us. She is a grown woman who has never learned how to do a cartwheel. See, that's another thing. Like, Actually, that's one. I don't know that I can do a straight cartwheel. I can do the half one. But you learned when you were younger, didn't you? She never learned is what she's saying, and she still doesn't even know how to do it. Like, no adults can do it. If you're an adult and you can do a cartwheel, that's almost as bad as you being a child that can't do one. Okay. well, Like, adults can't do it. If anything, I just want to – I got some texts from my friends this morning because they had heard me yesterday talking about how I couldn't do cursive. They go, well, Google's going to piss you off today. And the Google Home screen is written, <laughs> in, written cursive. in cursive. I did it's see written that. in cursive, those SOBs. I'm going through all our tweets from yesterday's show. People loved yesterday's show. At XO underscore Christy at OX writes, um, I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. I never said you needed tweezers to jack off. LOL. Sammy K. Best line ever. Thanks. On the Hey Frage podcast. A lot of people, too, are tweeting after my period issues that we talked about. Uh, they're using the hashtag period problems. Mm-hmm. But everybody says that I need to get she thinks under which underwear, which is period proof undies. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's what I. So I'm going to order some. I I think I had heard of these, but I never really paid attention. I want to say we talked about them once, but I want to say that too. They're made in Colorado. Oh, thanks. Yeah, period panties for the modern woman. Yeah, I gotta get. Ew, and they're full coverage, Sarah. So I know you like that. Oh, but these ones, there's some that aren't full coverage too. See, look at this. Um, I'm not sure that, I'm sorry, I'm not sure that Thinks is made in Colorado. They're, sorry, they're made in New York. HelloThinks.com. So I'm going to get on there and try them. Are you a hip hugger, a high waist, sport, body, boy short, cheeky, or a thong kind of person? No, sir? not a thong. I want the I want the full coverage. What do they call it? Is it, I'm not high waist, but is what's the Is it hip one? hugger then? The ones that actually go under the butt? No, I don't. And go a little bit high no, up? No, I don't or want Or do those. you want cheeky? The ones that are actually going to be like... Full. Full, but then in the back we'll have more. Or the sport seems like it has more, too. I like the sport. I think that sounds great. I'm I'm so fascinated by But here's the problem. The sport is for medium days, Sarah. I think you're going to need the hip huggers (laughs) or the high waist. Because those are for heavy days. I'm going to be honest. I need the heavy one. I'm not even messing with. I can't even stand now when it writes, oh, for medium flow. There's no such thing. Like, I don't trust you with the boy shorts or the thongs. No. No. Oh, God. (laughs) I definitely don't trust you with those. No. Those are for somebody with menopause who's hardly having any. I can't wait to try these. Oh, my God. Thank you guys, anyway, so much for listening. We have a ton of things to get to on this show. Um, First of all, one of your favorite ride services looks like it could be going away. Oh, no. Buy buy Uber. There's so many bad news in fast food and everything today. One of your favorite fan uh, sandwich shops, at least one of my favorites, has declared bankruptcy. Oh, gosh. If you like it, it must be bad. This on-demand car service could be going away. Excuse me. If it's fast food and you're like, I actually like this one, it's probably not that good. Are you talking about Blimpy or something? (laughs) I feel like it's Blimpy. No, I'm not talking about Blimpy. Something that no one's cared about in 10 years. Blimpy's. Is that it? This one is very, very popular. And then we also have to talk about how rampant sex is in the workplace for women. This is a very depressing news story that's come out. And uh, ladies, yeah. we're going to unite. All right, all right. We are uniting. So all that is coming up on the show. Um, how are you? How After yesterday, you know, social media was blowing up about the podcast, but then, you know, how was your afternoon? What did you do? Anything exciting? Did it rain yesterday? I think it rained yesterday, right? Yeah, most of the afternoon on and on. Yeah, rain always screws up my days because I don't remember a lot of it. Is that weird? Like, no, it's I like do you're not out remember. Of it. It's like I'm so out of it when it's raining. I'm like focused. I have this little umbrella over my head, you know, trying to walk from point A to point B. I'm so uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. Yesterday was like one of those days where I just couldn't wait to like snuggle up, and I ordered pizza. It was great. Uh, oh, you got pizza. Mm-hmm. I wondered why you were so gassy today. <laughs> I'm not- 
gassy. I just didn't want to cook. Really? You know, here's the thing. With me, I have about two or three. I have probably three nights a week that I am amped to cook, and then the rest i got to order out or go out. I can't. I don't have the stamina. I was looking at one of those. Uh, I know you get one of those. Like, I get plated. That you get service. like one of those delivery services, uh-huh. right, that you can just like. They make you do it? Everything's chopped. Well, it's not, not everything's, everything's chopped. I yeah, was yeah. looking at it, and I was like, oh, my God. This is actually more work than, it, than it's worth. Like, why at that know. point don't you just, like, collect a bunch of the recipes from them and then just go to the grocery store and buy it yourself? Because I've tried that, and here's the problem. It's, like, because they'll have really unique ingredients. They'll have, like, oh, just a thumbnail of ginger. But then when you go to the store, you got to buy the whole ginger thing. Then you have not been to the right stores because I will go in there and literally break. break it in half and walk up with this little corner nub of ginger and they'd be like, seven cents. I'd be like, you're damn straight at seven cents. Here you go. Bink! With plated, they'll call for like seven chives. You can't just go to Whole Foods or Giant and buy just seven well, chives. You you buy like a- no, you gotta go. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna teach you the key to successful shopping. Okay. All right? If it starts with a Whole Foods, or if you can pronounce the name of the store, you probably shouldn't be there buying produce. <laughs> That's my theory in life, okay? I always do the Mercaditos. I go to all the Korean markets, any of the Asian stores. A lot of the Middle Eastern stores, too, have great produce. And you can go in there, and you can buy all this crazy stuff, super fresh, super good, and you leave with all these vegetables, and you go, there's no way I only paid Ten dollars for all of it. Well, you do know. You remember, I live in the suburbs. Yeah, which guess what? That's where all of those markets are, Sarah. Oh, they those are? markets aren't downtown. They're in Virginia, where you live. Really? Yes, Sarah. I wake Have you up. ever been to H Mart? No, I don't think so. Oh okay, my God! My You're list. about to tick off even more people in the DC area <laughs> than you have beforehand. You've never been to H Mart. Where is it in Virginia? No. H Mart. There's tons of locations. Like that is the holy grail of Korean grocery shopping. Like that is the holy grail of grocery shopping, in my opinion, in general. H Mart. All right. You can I go, go there. there. The best produce, amazing seafood. Like you, you sit there, they literally have fish swimming in a tank. You go, I want this one. They'll take it. Boom, boom, boom. Right in front of you. Bam. But go pick a whole fish. They'll fillet it. They'll skin it. They'll do whatever you need for you. Oh my god! All right, gotta get out. You gotta more. go. H-mart, I don't man. have a vehicle. And it's cheap. Though. And it's cheap. I actually hear sometimes with me and my friends. Right, we live in the city. Okay, we will rent a vehicle. Okay, we'll pay the rental fee to rent it for like three hours to go out there, buy a ton of groceries, come back, and even with that rental vehicle fee on there. It is still cheaper overall than us going to the Whole Foods on the block or going to the other grocery stores. Whole Foods is so expensive. I go there out of convenience. I'm telling you. And it's got really awesome stuff. Dude, where else are you going to find green tea Kit Kat bars? <laughs> those do sound... They're amazing. Those. I want to try those. They are so good. Oh, those okay? sound yummy. Oh, my God. And Pocky Sticks? Get yourself hooked on some Pocky Sticks, girl. Oh, I want That's those, jam. too. Um, if you were a fan of Cozy, I'm a fan of Cozy. Cozy? Cozy, yep. Oh, like The that sandwich act- shop? Oh, okay. Sandwich, coffee shop. Um, what else do you think they're known for? I kind of like their bread. They were also known, remember back in the day you would go there and you can do your own s'mores at the table? Yes, they kind of originated they that, right? They were the original people to do that. Well, sad news, they filed for bankruptcy. Wah, wah. <laughs> When was the, I, I do known. have to tell you. I do have to tell you. I live near one in Virginia, so I'll go there again out of convenience because yeah. I live near the Whole Foods and out of a cozy. And I understand why they're filing for bankruptcy because their staff is so bad there. I mean, honest to God, honestly, I've gone there, and I'm not kidding you, on a Saturday morning, right? So mm-hmm. they have all these different bagels, like cranberry cinnamon. Now, if you're a bagel shopper or a shop that's known for your coffee and breakfast stuff, how many of those bagels do you think on the list that says that you should have, should you have? Probably three. <laughs> three? I don't know. I'm just saying how I many. I know they, all of them. They probably you, should, yeah. If you have a sign-up that says, this is what we're serving, shouldn't you have all those? Yeah. Okay. I'm not kidding you. It's become a joke. Every time like Dan and I would go in there on a Saturday morning. Well, what time on Saturday morning are you going? 9.30 a.m. Oh, wow. They should definitely stop bagels. <laughs> they don't. And go, we'll go, how about a blueberry? We're, we're getting ready to make those. All right. How about the cranberry? Mm, guy came in late. Today, actually, he hasn't he hasn't gotten to those. Okay. What about the walnut? No. Actually, the ones we do have of plain sesame, and we've got the multigrain. Um, or we've got this pumpkin one. We've got one left. How can you have That's awesome. How can you have 
one left on Saturday morning at 9.30. Oh, because it was made on Thursday afternoon, Sarah. That's why. <laughs> and it's not sold yet. They are so freaking bad, so oh, I can understand. Sucks. Well, I remember, like, when we used to work at the old radio station, there was a Kosi around the block. Yes. And that was the only time I ever frequented a Kosi. And you're right. The staff there was okay. Okay, to say the least. Okay. And I thought But Kosi- the food, though, was actually really good for, like, fast casual. Like, that bread. That was what made the difference to me was just at least popping, you know, fresh bread in the oven and making it that way. I'm so disappointed in this. Yeah, whatever. Not that it means that it's going out of business, but it has filed for that protection. Uh, they list that they have $31 million in assets, but $19.8 million in debts. And then they employ 1,100 people. I also didn't realize this. I thought that... Cosi was franchised out, but it doesn't sound like it is. Oh, it's really just owned by one person, mm-hmm. by one, like one group. group? Yeah. Wow. So anyway, the chain said that it already closed 29 of its 74 company-owned locations, cutting 450 jobs in recent days. It's 31 finance... Oh, sorry, it is franchise. It's 31 franchise restaurants will remain open, though. A federal judge will need to approve the company's debt-cutting plan and sale. Wow, I love them. I'm so bummed, but I I sort of can see why that happened. That's all right. Now, Cozy, your neighborhood's just going to turn to something else that does the exact same food, only with a different name. I don't want to judge, but have you been have you been following this kind of bizarre story of the 22 year old autistic man that was rescued after eight days at sea, but his mom's nowhere to be found, and he also allegedly killed his wealthy grandfather that left his mother and her, his mother's sisters 42 million dollars. What? <laughs> you follow this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to judge a book by a cover. I mean, I think you cover. just told me the entire story right there, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to judge a book by its cover at all, but I'm going to. Okay. Because I think you did it. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it, I think, is it goatees to you? Goatees <laughs> to me immediately mean guilty. Like. Does this kid not look like. Oh, no. See, he doesn't have a goatee in that picture, so I would say he was innocent in that picture. But now with the goatee, guilty. He looks he looks spooky as hell. This is the house he owned by himself in Vermont. Is that not spooky as well? I mean, there's so many Sarah, things. Sarah, it's mental illness. That sucks. Is it? I, I'm not making okay. I'm not no, no, making I know, light I know, but of he the, does look of the mental illness at all. Okay, but what I'm saying is this story is getting stranger and stranger. If you haven't followed it. As I mentioned, he says that he survived eight days by himself, and then he gives a bizarre account of how his mom, basically, they they left for a fishing trip. Immediately after they leave shore, the water starts, or the boat starts taking on water. He gets all the food and everything, is going to jump in the life raft. He looks back, and his mother's just gone. Wow. Right. I mean, that's traumatic, if it's real. And not only this, this is the craziest part. I can't stop following this. I find these so interesting. Nathan Carmen is the kid's name. In an interview on Wednesday, he said that he did everything he could to find his mother, who was 54 years old, Linda Carmen of Middleton, Connecticut. Uh, Carmen, according to authorities, they actually issued an arrest warrant in the murder of his grandfather. But then it was never signed by prosecutors. Oh, gosh. So it's also unclear if now he's going to inherit, which it looks like he will, the portion of the $42 million that his mother inherited when his grandfather was murdered. I mean, wouldn't he technically? I mean, at this point, unless he's considered guilty, he would win it, right? Yeah, he's about it's to his. win it. It's his inheritance. Oh, my God. It's such a strange story. If other people are are following, it's, like, so bizarre. Are you excited to see this on Making a Murder in Season 4? <laughs> yes. I'm like, this is the are next Are you excited one. about this? I love these stories. I get you, so caught up. It's so terrible. Do you find that now that we actually are more intrigued as, like, like we actually, like, I've noticed there's been more like crazy murder stories and stuff like that, where a lot of times they kept them out of the press. They would only be like a local story, right? But now they're going national much more. Yeah. And I find it's because everyone wants to be like, hey, I reported on it when, before it was a CBS special. Well, I think with this one, so far this kid's been let go, which everyone's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is not is anyone doing a little more research? The kid, they were ready to sign the, the arrest warrant for this kid. I mean, they probably did their research and their due diligence, and they go, all right, at this point, very bizarre. Nothing you can really do. I'm so I'm so into Ugh. these stories. So fascinating. Um, do you think what are the chances that you're bit once by a poisonous snake or sorry a poisonous spider on your penis and then you get mm-hmm. bit again? Chances for it happening twice. Yeah. I actually my dad had an old coworker of his, like an old like employee of his, I guess, mm-hmm. that finally had to quit and retire because he had been bitten by by uh, by spiders. 
so many times <laughs> that the doctors are like, wait, I don't understand. Okay, get rid of this. Like, get a get a like get an exterminator out there. Like, what are you doing? Do you understand that the first couple bites just hurt? But like, if you get bit over twenty times in your life, like you could actually have like detrimental effects or like 10 times or something like that and so he was like one away from having it like done to him so we had to retire and move he was working for your dad yeah but he just got bit at home like he just had oh. this like really rusted ass home that he for some reason had a ton of spiders in it and he would come to these he, I'm talking about gargantuan spider bites on his hand and I was like dude no one's gonna want to take money from you today that is like no one do not use your left hand when you treat customers today please <laughs> I mean it was nasty Wow. Well, a guy in Australia, a builder there, has been bitten on his penis by a poisonous spider again. The second time this year. The two-time loser, as they're called on this uh, in this article, known as Jordan, this is reported by the BBC, was sitting in a porta potty, he tells uh, the person who's interviewing him, at a work site. Uh, this is why you never sit on a porta potty. This is unbelievable. He's been bitten twice. No word if it's the same spider, but he was sitting on the toilet doing his business and just felt a sting right around his testicles. Ooh. Actually, can I tell you this would be me? <laughs> that would because you'd get bit twice on the penis? I would get bit twice because here's the thing. I always, like, I'm a very firm believer in statistics, right? And so I'm like, oh, I've already been in a car accident. So statistically speaking, I actually have a less of a chance of being in another car accident. You know what I mean? So, like... If, you, if I got bit on the testicles by a spider, I would be like, you know what? I'm definitely not going to sleep. I'm not going to even worry about it anymore. I've already gotten bit once in my life. The chances of bitting twice in the same spot are so rare that it's really not going to happen. That's and what then it happens, unfortunately, a lot of times. But I think, you know, he was actually, he was thinking the right way. Statistically speaking, he There's, was fine. Right. Or should I say, statistically speaking. <laughs> Huh? I'm on a I'm on a roll with puns. You today. are on a roll with puns, um, and they also say that he was bitten by a redback spider, which is the cousin of the infamous black widow spider. Jordan mm. was taken to the hospital and treated again. Um, the bite it feels extremely sore. It's very red, swollen, hurts to the touch. He had to get a a tetanus and anti venom shot yesterday. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Ugh. God, he's expected to return to work soon. He says that he no longer will be using porta potties, and he's already told his employer he refuses to go to the bathroom on the job. I was gonna say, why would you even use a porta potty? Isn't Australia an entire porta potty? <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> is that messed up? Sorry. That is so rude. Sorry. I'm not farting, by the way, but this. Yes, you did. No, I'm that's... telling you. Stop trying to blame. You told us you had pizza last night. No, what I What kind of pizza seat. was it? Um, it was. I'm gonna judge you. Spinach calzone. I was gonna. Oh, I knew it. I. <laughs> Fucking knew it. God damn it. You're so, so You're true. so embarrassing sometimes. How? Uh, a spinach calzone, and you call that pizza? Oh, that, that, what is you, what do you consider it pizza? It should be like pepperoni or, you know, all the meats. Uh, no processed meats. Or sit. Sarah, that's what makes pep- that's what makes pizza good. Well, I do love a pepperoni pizza, I really do, but I try to just minimize the amount. Anytime I can, I eat veggie. I go veggie and ask them, do you have any alternative sauces you can use instead of tomato? And they go, well, we got some Alfredo in the back. I was like, you know what? Throw that shit on there, too. I'll try some of that. You'll have the what else do you marinara. Got? I was like, I see that you guys also offer a gyro sandwich. Anyway, I can just get you to throw <laughs> some of that gyro meat on there, too. They go, okay, sure. Dude, I'll get the most random pizzas at places. That's what a pizza should be. A pizza should make you regret your decision. Oh, no, I'm over those days. Um, do we care at all about the first baby that was born by three humans? By did, you three read that? did you read that story at all on your own? I, I didn't even. I'm like, I don't know. Do people care about this or not? Do you? Did, when I read this story, was I the only one that thought this is just like a teaser for next season of Maury? <laughs> Who's the father? They're like, yeah, they're like, born the of three humans or not? We get the DNA tests it's, next season. This Maury. is. I mean, it is pretty amazing. And, and when you do start to think about, like, how the future is going to be, where we're going to customize babies and they're going to just eradicate certain diseases. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's pretty amazing. The world's first baby has been born using three-person fertility, according to scientists. The five-month-old boy has unusual DNA from his mom, dad, and then a tiny bit of genetic code from a donor. Uh, U.S. doctors couldn't do it here, so they headed to Mexico to do it, where they have fewer restrictions. And it was actually to eradicate Lee syndrome. This couple had had um, four miscarriages from having Lee syndrome, which is a severe neurological dis- disorder affecting at least one in 40,000 newborn babies. 
usually becomes apparent during the first year of a child's life. First signs include vomiting, diarrhea, and difficulty with oh, swallowing. Wow. It progresses to the loss of movement and deterioration of mental functions until the baby dies. Okay. Very, very sad. So they, so they had working. this. Right. They had this in their DNA. So they remove that DNA, add new to the mother's uh, egg. Okay. So it's this it's this very strange way they... they yeah, I understand. Like, they just removed yeah. the bad DNA. They removed the DNA that would actually cause the, you know, the I issue. Mean, unreal. Wait, so how's the baby doing, though? That's my question. Good. Good. But Completely how old is normal. It? Well, it's only four months old. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry. Five-month-old baby boy. Why? You think that it will have other symptoms or things come up as it grows? No, I was actually thinking good for him. Think what? about it. You get three presents now from your parents. <laughs> no, Not you two. Over the course of his life, that's going to be an extra, like, if you're doing Christmas and birthday, that's an extra 36 gifts that he's going to get over any of his friends. God, you science understand? is amazing. That's, I know. Science is amazing. It really, really is. It's just so cool that they're getting to that point. If you could mix three people to make your baby, I mean, sorry, two people plus you, who would it be, sir? Oh, two people plus Who would you me. mix? Hmm, that's a great question. Probably Tom Brady. Um, I feel like he's got great DNA. And like Kevin Hart. I feel <laughs> oh, like yes. he'd be Tom Brady and yes. Kevin Hart. That's that would be a do. good combination. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do like that. But how upset would you be if they got Tom Brady's penis? <laughs> and, huh? adequate everywhere. Don't you feel like he's just an amazing species? Have you seen how tiny Giselle is? Yeah, she's a, well, she's not, she's tall. I would actually want both of them. I think they have incredible genetic makeup. Those so two. you would They're want a little so bit attractive. of Giselle in there too? Yeah. So Giselle, Tom Brady, and Kevin Hart. Um, I, Actually, I think I would take a Tom Brady myself, and then who's somebody, I like Kevin Hart, but I also like um, anybody that's lived to over 100. I think you've got good, good DNA in there too. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would take Coolio and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Why? Why not, Sarah? <laughs> well, great talents. Great talents. Okay. Really funny. Managed to be, you know, like skilled in multiple things. Okay. And do you understand how awesome that baby's going to look? Oh, my God. Can you? That would be such an interesting baby. Dude, me, Danny DeVito, and Coolio would make one <laughs> ugly-ass child. Oh, God. Who is going to carry it? Who would, you, who would you have? What female... No, Danny DeVito would carry it. <laughs> but Danny, He's already done it once, Sarah. Danny. Oh, wait, no, that was twins. He wasn't in the junior. Sorry. I'm confusing my Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Have you thought about, like, what woman would carry your kid? What woman? Yeah. I don't know. No I thoughts. really thought about it, really. <laughs> I, mean, I don't no, know. Any- I, really, I wanted Danny DeVito and Coolio. Oh, my God. Okay, maybe. Could I get Nicki Minaj? That would be great. mm -hmm, Nicki Minaj would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what? Actually, scratch that. I want Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor. That's who I want. Oh, why Sotomayor? Because, think about it. That way, I'm kind of hitting all the boundaries here. Hitting everything. You know, whether I'm talking about race. Okay. Whether I'm talking about different career paths. Whether I'm talking about different skills. Okay. Whether I'm talking about different ages. You've mixed everyone. I'm mixing it all together. Yeah. Okay, I love it. I love it, love it. Okay, so Coolio Sotomayor. Now I'm thinking of who I want to. I don't even think I want to carry it. You know who produces really attractive kids is Tamika Foster. Tamika Foster? She's, she's Usher's ex. Oh, yes, She's Usher, yes. Usher's ex-wife. I've always thought she's super attractive. Some people think she looks like a man, but I think she's gorgeous. And their kids are so cute. So Tom Brady mixed with the oldest person in the world mixed with Tamika Foster. The oldest person in the world? Yeah. It's going to be dust by the time it's <laughs> The time they try to fertilize anything with that, but whatever. Uh, two Hollywood stories. I don't. I hope these don't say much about my age. I, I, I kind of did it more for the headline. Oh God. So Olivia Newton-John from Greece. Oh jeez. All right. <laughs> okay. We're aging ourselves a lot now. Okay. So what am I doing? This is for her older audience. I just thought this was hysterical. You know, Olivia Newton-John, who of course everybody knows from Greece, no matter what age you are, says that she's no longer searching for her ex-boyfriend Patrick McDermott, who apparently disappeared. But you know, he's resurfaced, surfaced allegedly, like he changed his identity. He basically ran away from her. Okay. And he, lots of people have reported that he's working on like a private yacht down in Mexico as like a ship hand and he essentially just ran away from Olivia Newton-John. Well, did she deserve it? <laughs> I don't know. I that's mean, what I'm curious about. I think like... that's what a lot of people believe are are leading to it. And so for the first time ever, she's been asked about his disappearance and if she even thinks about him or cares. This was 10 years ago, by the way. Take a listen. It's hard for you. 
Yeah, it was very hard. He was lost at sea, and nobody really knows what happened. Do you wonder? Um, of course. I mean, it's human to wonder, but, you know, I won't... There, those are the things in life you have to accept and let go because you go through whenever you go through difficult times there's always those concerns but you know I, I, I live on and uh, yeah well apparently he faked his own death by the way whoever that 60 minutes edited that to end on her going and um, <laughs> like you literally could have ended it 0.3 seconds before that but somehow you work for 60 minutes Australia <laughs> Anyhow, uh, lots of people have apparently cited him since, and there isn't really a word onto why, like why he left. But I heard it was because she used to make him dress up, just like the music video for "Let's Get Physical," <laughs> and actually physical. dance around. Uh huh. Oh, her music wear the leggings, is so good. God, I love her the music. headband. Really? Physical. You love physical. her music. <laughs> what other songs do you know of hers? Well, I loved Grease. All those songs. She didn't write those. Sarah, she didn't come up with those. That's Sandy, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, but she just sang it. She was great in that. I thought she was. Uh, Warren Beatty says that he has never slept with 12,000 women. Bull. Uh, Warren Beatty. Okay, what's a recent... I can't even think of a Warren Beatty. Aside from Bonnie and Clyde, have you ever watched that old film that was like made in the 50s or 60s? Oh, wait, that's Warren Beatty? Yeah. Do you, I, I thought you were talking about the Warren rich white Beatty. guy. Who's the rich white guy? The rich white guy? Yeah, isn't that Warren Beatty? This guy. Warren Beatty. The famous actor. Oh, wait, no. I thought you were talking about the rich white guy that owns all the newspapers. Oh, that's Warren Buffett. Oh, Warren Buffett. Sorry. And I was like, Warren Buffett has definitely banged 12,000 chicks. You think Warren Buffett? Warren Buffett no has way. definitely done it. That's who I thought you were speaking about. No. no Warren, Warren Beatty, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah I, be, I doubt he has to. Warren But Warren Beatty. Buffett has definitely slayed it. No yeah, way. Dude, I thought you were talking about Warren Buffett. And I was like, Warren Buffett, BS. Of course he has. Well, if you're listening to this and you have no clue who Warren Beatty is, he was in the 1967 Bond. Bonnie and Clyde film, Bullworth, he was also in in 1998, Dick Tracy in 1990. These are some of the ones that he's known for. I was like, Sarah, if anything, he was in Bullworth. That's about it. No one really knows him for anything else. Really? I don't know him for anything else. I was too young for Dick Tracy. <sighs> I know. I'm trying to Bugsy. Did anyone remember that film? Bugsy? What the hell, Sarah? <laughs> Oh, does anybody remember him when he played a boy in Suspicion in 1957? <laughs> Or maybe he wouldn't play House 90, the TV series. People might might remember this. He dated Carly Simon. That song, You're So Vain, was written about him. And he also dated Madonna for a long time. Okay, in the 90s. Good for him. Good for him. There's always been rumors that he slept with 12,775 women, give or take a figure. Now, he says that's absolutely not true. He says he would have been having to have sex with, you know... 20, 30 people every day, including daytime quickies, drive-bys, casual groupings, all kinds of things. And? And he says that there's no way. He said he never had time to do that with he all the can't work do he was it. doing. If anything, he's into women that look really old. <laughs> Carly Simon. Carly Simon, Madonna. Like, well, he's married now to Annette Benning. They have been for quite a while. He says, I'm a nice guy. I think he goes and he's like, don't you remember me? I was Milton Armitage in 1960 on The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. <laughs> he says he waited to get married until he was in his 50s. He's now 79. He def- uh, Yeah, he definitely didn't slay that many people, though. You don't think? No, 12,000? No. Warren there Buffett, yes. There's always Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, yeah. Compare their pictures, Sarah. Pull up Warren Buffett right now and you can see, like, Warren Buffett definitely. You They're look about at that the man. same age. And you know he keeps the you know he keeps the glasses on too. Let's get physical. Sometimes a tie. Anyhow, I thought that was amazing. I can't even imagine twelve thousand people. Where, I mean, where does that come from? Are you jealous? <sighs> yes, I am. Like I tell you on this show, I'm I ready to slay. Could. I bet you could, Sarah. Twelve thousand people. Yeah. I would have so many STDs. So no, you many. wouldn't, Sarah. It's called a condom. I still, yeah, but like I said, I don't want to do anything downstairs because now people get throat cancer so all the time. So then don't, Sarah. Just stick it in and kiss. That's okay. what people do now. But isn't that, can't even kissing you contract? Yeah, I've they're going to contract something from you. You're not going to contract <laughs> anything from them, Sarah. At this point, you got nothing to I've lose. I've herpes simplex, too. Everybody has it. You know herpes simplex, too? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that's... That's not the one? It's herpes simplex. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. The cold sore one you that everyone's got. the cold sore got. one, yeah. An author says, Steve Hill says that Uber is uh, close to bankruptcy and actually the service will be going away. Oh, no. Uber is? Mm -hmm. This guy says that Uber, over the years, has overly inflated for many, many years. Their exact worth, he says the company is in trouble. And he says that they use headline-grabbing announcements like driverless service cars in Pittsburgh to try and stay on people's radar. But it's overhyped and it's a stunt. In fact, when they say driverless cars, there's somebody in the passenger seat that can control the car at any given time. Hill also has written a book about how shady the company is called Raw Deal, how the Uber economy and runaway capitalism are screwing American workers. He says that you shouldn't work for Uber, that essentially they're underpaying you. Um, and he also says that um, everybody loses when you use Uber ride service. Okay, Meaning, wow. Yeah. I would say that I do agree, though. You do? Some, some, because, like, when I get in Ubers now, I always get so upset because, like, I take taxis a lot of times now. Do you? I've gone purpose, back to that, too. Just because they know where they're going. Too. They understand. Like, they, they, know the law, they know the lay of the land. When it's something like, I've had an Uber driver that drove in from West Virginia just because she's like, it was a nice weekend. I figured people were going to be out in D.C., so I want to come down here and drive people, make some money. And she had no idea where she was going. She was I know. petrified to be in the city. <laughs> she hated all the roundabouts. She was like, do you mind if I just turn right here and I'll turn, go around the block? I was like, no, lady. You're taking a left because that's what the directions say. Like, what are you talking about? And it's, just, it's not the same. Like, they're not professionals. The only thing I do like about it is it's no cash. Right? I do too. I wish that cabs would move. Well, to cabs that are too. now most I mean, of the ca- all the DC ones at least are no like you can't pay. They're they're all have credit card machines now. Right? They don't have they the app where have, you can pre-log. They don't have any apps where you can pre-log. But still, like it's fine. Uh, in his book, he also accuses Uber of floating regulations and other comp- that other companies must follow. He says in many cases, Uber has blatantly ignored them. And he said even though they allege that they do background checks, they really don't. He says you have no idea whose car you're getting into. You have no idea about vehicle inspections. You have no idea about audio insurance. You're taking your life in your hands every time you hop into an Uber. Yikes. Some strong accusations on this. Man, what's Chameleonaire going to do? <laughs> you know that's what Chameleonaire did after rapping, right? Got into Uber? Remember Chameleonaire? Yeah, the like rapper. the rapper, Red yeah. and Dirty? Mm-hmm. He invested in Uber. Well, he's darn smart. Darn smart. He also says in this book, this writer does, Stephen Hill, that Uber has evaded taxes and safety regulations, as I mentioned, for years and years. And this will be eventually prove to be unstable for them. Fascinating. Damn. He says um, Uber will collapse or be bought by another company. Okay. He says, I'm watching the company's behavior. I've been watching enough of these companies in the past saying, like, everything is great. We're going full tilt. This is the most amazing thing ever. And then media hyping and creating this bubble around these companies. He says, look at Enron. Then, boom, the company is out of business. I can see them selling, though, because when I was overseas, though, it was the best way to get around in some areas. You know, like some countries, some like in Bangkok, for instance, love Thailand, loved it a lot. But the cab drivers will try to screw you. You know, they'll take you on these long trips. They'll charge you crazy amounts. They'll make you work out a deal before you get in. And you're paying a lot more than you should. With Uber, I would just get the Uber to my location, get it back to my hotel, and the price would be like $2.20. You know what I mean? Right. And I was like, that's fantastic. When I was talking to cab drivers outside, and they're telling me it's going to be the equal of like $10, 12 bucks to get home. This was honest. I liked it when I was traveling internationally because it kept the prices honest. When ah. you don't know if you're traveling a lot, you don't really know, well, how much should a cab be from here to here? I know. You it can kept be it totally honest, screwed. right? But outside, like in the D.C. area now, I'd rather, I mean, I take Ubers every once in a while, but it's, it's almost inconvenient. Like I live in a place where I can just walk outside and get a taxi. And for my short trips, it's the same price. Right. For short trips, it is. It is. It's just like when you do longer things, if you're mm-hmm. going to the airport or anything, it's like not as, it's just not as quick. Um, a lot of people, a lot of you guys, and including our friend Truck, sent me this story in Baltimore. I, you know I love meditation. I love mindful living. Oh. Oh. You know, mindfulness is truly the practice, slowing down, breathing, and listening to your body. It, you know, inherently, our bodies guided us for many years instinctually mm. on what we needed. Food. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to self-regulate ourselves like you'd only eat when you were hungry. Uh. Now, of course, as 
we have all this food at our disposal. And now we eat when we're drunk and high. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Baltimore schools have now given kids meditation instead of detention, and the impact has been incredible. Oh, I love this story. Thank you for sending me this. I think this is amazing. But how is meditation going to help that kid that fucked around in math class finish his math homework? Oh, because it does. The more you meditate, but you're you know, wasting time. Like that kid is going to leave that school area, and now he's wasted an hour meditating when you could have been doing math homework and at least had that assignment done. Because here's the thing: meditation and mindfulness. Mindfulness too is all about reflection of how things make you feel. Think about like a fight you have with somebody. Okay, I used to have ma- I used to have terrible road rage, always like looking for anger. It only comes back on you. And that anger just keeps growing in your workplace, in your relationships. But when you begin to practice mindfulness and meditation, you emanate peace. You think about, how do I feel after I have a day of road rage and anger? Your muscles are tight. Your neck's tight. Really? No, I feel fucking great. I laugh my ass (laughs) off. I had a good time. I was like, oh, my God, I ruined that guy's day. I, I upset him so much that oh, his day is terrible. ruined for the rest of the day. That's fucking hysterical. That, I know you don't Maybe feel that Maybe he shouldn't way. drive like an asshole. No, no, no. Hold on. I'm not one to instigate road rage, but if you drive like a dick and then you try to be even more of a dick, I can make you upset really fast, and I do it a lot. I think mindfulness and meditation would be so good for you because the thing is, is like I do you- meditate, Sarah. When? When I sleep at night. Okay, my eyes are closed. I make this weird groaning noise. You got to kind of consciously be awake and the, realizing the power of your mind. You know, our minds have crazy thoughts all the time. Your mind is nuts. It takes you to places all the time. It creates fear, anxiety. You have to stop that voice. It plays a record in your head. Oh my God, you're batshit crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not. You are. Oh my God. I'm Sarah, not. I don't have a voice in my head that's talking horrible <laughs> thoughts to me. I don't have a voice in my head you that's. You never gonna... have the voice in your head that gets you down in life that's like, you're never going to make it, that fills you full of doubt, that fills you full of no, anxiety. No, that's me when I wake up and I go, well, shit, today I'm just not going to make it. Today sucks. And I just go on to the next day. Well, good for you. Like, when I had the diet mentality cycle, I no matter what I weighed, I always hated myself. It was always that voice in my head that was like, you're never pretty enough. You're never going to be tiny enough to be on TV. You're ne- no one's ever going to love you. You Meditation stops that voice. Because it, it consciously, when your mind starts telling you things, I'm never going to make it. I'm not, I, I, I'll never be loved. I'll never be successful. You consciously begin to go, no. That's not true. That's my mind wandering. You, you take breaths. You rewrite that track. It's amazing. And that's what these kids are doing, and they're having unbelievable success. The kids sit, breathe, and process what's going on in their mind and bodies. You know how amazing it is to sit and just realize where the tension is in your body? Sir, you forget that I've traveled around the world and meditated. Like, I know what you're talking about. I just don't find, like, I find meditation to not be a daily thing for me. Right, I always sit there. I'm always like collecting my thoughts, and I think, but I don't need to sit there and put aside 30 minutes on a schedule and say this. Like when I go places, I'll sit there and I'll, you know, just sit there, take it in, think, you know, breathe deep, go a few hours, and then boom, I'm ready for the next six months of my life. Rock and roll, baby. Well, see, then you do have your practice. This is um, these kids. They say are just showing unbelievable growth. Um, with their emotions. They're also being able to listen more in class and having less stress and outbreaks. Um, the kids will come into a quiet room. The room uh, has dim lighting. It has relaxing chairs, sofas, um, and pillows on the floor. The kids will take a seat, and they'll spend time being quiet. Oh They're probably God. taking Amazing. a nap. If they offered me this in high school, I would just be sleeping the entire time. Oh, but see, sometimes you need that. That's what we need. Yes, absolutely. Every day you need 45 minutes in your afternoon. Silence, napping, rest, close your eyes. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to dispute what you're saying there, Sarah. As a man that naps multiple times a day and has been doing it for years now, sometimes you just wake up a dick. Can't really help it. Like, there's really not much you can do. You just (laughs) wake up and you're in a dickish mood, you know? But the meditation is reworking it. I love this story. Thank you for sending it to me, everybody. I, I can't even, I cannot wait until mindfulness and meditation is taught like a class. I really feel like They're it will not be. Gonna, that's not real, though. Because everything, it is it, real. No, but whole thing, yeah, but it works for only a specific amount of people. Like, it works for you, right? It doesn't work for someone like me at all. It does. 
guys, you just said that you've traveled no, the world and done it. Meditated. Yeah, but I've done it. But it's not like one. Of, but you're talking about doing it on a regular basis, Sarah. I'm talking about doing it like there's people who think that religion should be taught in schools, right? They want it to be taught five days a week. I'm on this factor of saying, well, if you want to go every few months, maybe once every six months, you know, go and get your go get your fill of religion, then pop on out. That's great with me. I don't think you need it. Like I don't think a daily. I don't know. Well, my thing is, you, you should I think have some people do. Yes, absolutely, it makes them happy. But I don't know if it's a, a like a, a broad enough. Oh, I believe. Here's two things that, okay, you know, my next war, of course, is the war on fragrance. But then it will be about bringing mindfulness to, like, dieting and school situations. It should be an option. Not everything works for everybody. And what I'm saying by that is, like, for some people, they don't need to meditate. You are one of those people seven days a week. For others, they need to meditate twice a day, seven days a week. You always should pick and choose and design your own life. I mean, there's no one set way for anybody. But... Meditation is going to be my other thing. And then also so that everyone's insurance includes therapy. Those are going to be my other fights. Those are your next fights? Because mm-hmm. I know we're getting close to, to a cure for cancer. Or at least there'll be a pill that people will take. They can live with cancer for a long time. So that one I feel like people have already won. But my next one is I want ther- therapy to be universal for everyone. Therapy to be universal. Even mm-hmm. people that don't need therapy and don't want therapy. Well, of course, if you get I to look the point- at sometimes, like, I just honestly, like, I don't, like, I sometimes, like, I've gone i've talked to a therapist and they're like you don't really need this well yeah but then you you don't even know your life has just begun you know how young you are you have no idea what 10 years is going to bring 15 years is going to bring there's going to be other highs and lows and there might be times when you need therapy well if i keep on going the way i'm going sarah i'm only gonna need therapy because of you like (laughs) that is so not true i think like i'm mentally strong like i keep myself like every year i try to make myself mentally stronger now i hit lows a lot more than i think other people do because I also keep myself so vulnerable to well, fail you like that. Very but emotional. it makes me way stronger the next year. Whereas opposed to needing therapy the next year, I don't. I'm like, all right, I know what to deal with. I know how to deal with it. You feel like right now you need no I, therapy I, at all. I give myself. I am self therapized. That is not a good strategy. I am. No, I am because I sit there. I'll hit these lows. I deal with it, and I was like, okay, I know how that feels. I know what I needed to, to do to get out of it. So now I know if I feel that way again. Boom, do this. Next year, I don't make that mistake. Awesome. Go years down the line, and then, oh, something else comes up. I'll learn from that. You don't think that, like, because here's my only thing about you is, like, you, I feel like therapy would benefit you to be more even keeled because, like you said, you That's are not fun, you're super emotional. Like, Being a high... straight line the entire time is not fun. I like to think of myself more like spaghetti. <laughs> That's the truth. But okay. don't you feel like it would be good to come in here every day and kind of have, I mean, obviously you still have the Sammy rants and everything, but have more moderation no. in your emotions? No. Isn't that exhausting being, for you? It's not exhausting. If anything, it'd be exhausting for me to be the exact same every day. No, oh my but gosh. maybe the pendulum wouldn't swing so Oh, the wildly. pendulum swing is what keeps it fun, dude. Do you ever think too? I mean, I know you you just you smoke weed more out of because you want to. But do you also ever think like what your life would be like if you just did therapy and had like was completely clean up all substances and did like a juice cleanse and just really yeah, it'd be fucking boring, man. I have never. Okay, I'm gonna say this like honestly, Sarah. I have done this right. I have spent weeks, months not smoking weed, going hanging out with my friends, not drinking. Just, you know, like hanging out, enjoying the conversation, enjoying the, com- you know, the, the, the time that we're spending together, enjoying the movie, whatever. Okay. Right. Not once in that situation have I looked back and been like, man, I wish I was not, like, no, I always wish I would have been high for it. I always wish I would have had a drink in my hand because it makes it that much better. Like, that's the thing. I'm not looking at it from an alcoholic aspect or like, oh, I'm addicted. It's like, no, honestly, this movie was all right. I would have laughed a lot harder if I was high. God, that's you know amazing. What? These people were really fun to hang out with. But dude, if I was as if I was drinking like them, I would have I would have been taking off my shirt too and jumping in the pool, and that would have been way better than me just sitting around and talking. Like, I love it. We're like total opposite because now I feel like I want I want nothing in my body, just like the purest like forms. Like it's and like, now I get the same high that I used to get when I was drunk, but now I don't even drink. If I don't want to drink, I don't have a drink. It's that easy. Like if I don't want to smoke some days, some days I don't smoke. You know, very rarely. But some days I don't smoke. 
And at that point, it's just like, you know, I just I'm not, I just like it. I honestly just enjoy it. Sometimes I'll sit in an event and I'll be like, dude, this would be way better if I was a little bit higher right now. So fascinating. And then I'll come back a little bit higher and I'll have the greatest fucking time because I'll be right there, man. I want to get to this. We got one last story to do here before we say sayonara. Yeah, before people start calling in and trying to get me an intervention next week. No, you know. You're a very smart person. I feel like you'll know when you need to do something differently. But I think it's important that we offer that to people. I mean, now a lot of people don't get therapy. I mean, no matter what you do, there are going to be people that just are not going to get therapy, period. They're just not going to do it. But I think everybody should have the right and availability to therapists and mental health advocates because I think it would help us in every situation. Everything that's going on now. Oh, my God, please. We all got together and meditated. Oof. There would not be as much fun. You've never dated a psychiatrist, have you? <laughs> no. I have. Uh, really quickly, sexism is rampant. There's a new story out um, that it's terrible for women, that women are still treat- treated unequally in the workplace. Women will ask for raises as often as men, but men get them 30% more than women do. They're also men are more likely to be promoted. No shit. I know. Who, who put this out as a news story? This is not news. It's been going on for years and it hasn't stopped. I know, but why isn't it changing? Or do you think it is slightly? Have you watched this election, Sarah? Clearly sexism is still alive and well in this country. No, it's so depressing. The study examined human resources data from 132 companies employing more than 4.6 million people and included a survey. Um, they say the study uncovered a few key reasons why women aren't advancing as quickly as men. I want to leave you with this. They're more likely to be ignored at meetings with 74% of men able to participate meaningfully and 67% of women. They are less likely to be challenging, to get challenging assignments. Some 68% of men have taken on the toughest tasks compared to 62% of women. Mm -hmm. They are less likely to be consulted for input on important decisions with 63% of men being asked to share their thoughts and 56% of women only. Isn't that interesting? Oh, my God. Well, screwed. Yeah. Uh, Also, there's inequality at home. For women who share housework equally with a partner, 43% aspire to become a senior executive at their job, but only 34% of women who do a majority of the housework aspire to be a senior executive. Interesting. With ladies, we've got to keep fighting. Don't worry. And that will also be mine, too. Women take over the world. Okay, great. Awesome. So you're going to have a women coup? Yes! A coup for women? Yes! I love the women coup! I am heading to Maine for a couple days. We'll see you next week. Follow us on social media, HeyFrage, and at the Sammy K. Everywhere we're taking over the world. Women coup. Women coup. You can keep chanting. I'm just hanging. Oh, here. Um, I'm going to take you prisoner. With that spark. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>